sure by now God, you would have reached down And wiped our tears away Stepped in and saved the day But once again I say amen And it's still raining But as the thunder rolls I barely hear you whisper through the rain I'm with you And as your mercy falls I'll raise my hands And praise the God who gives And takes away
July 7th. Today's reading in the New Testament will be from the book of Acts, chapter 25, verses 1 through 27. Festus tried to use Paul as a political pawn to win favor with the Jews. If he had succeeded and sent Paul to Jerusalem, the apostle would have been killed. Paul did the wise thing. He used his rights as a Roman citizen and appealed to Caesar. There are times when believers must use the law to protect themselves and the ministry. But now Festus had a problem. How could he send Paul to Caesar when he had no charges against him that could be proved? God's people sometimes are treated like the guilty, even though they are innocent. Remember Joseph, David, Daniel, and Jeremiah, not to mention our Lord Jesus Christ. In all that happened, God was fulfilling His promise to Paul that He would witness before rulers and finally get to Rome. Being a prisoner and enduring the hearings were difficult for Paul, but he used his opportunities wisely. He believed Jesus' words. Now that he spoke in Luke chapter 21, verse 13, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. July 7th, Acts chapter 25, verses 1 through 27. Three days after Festus arrived in Caesarea to take over his new responsibilities, he left for Jerusalem, where the leading priests and other Jewish leaders met with him and made their accusations against Paul. They asked Festus as a favor to transfer Paul to Jerusalem. Their plan was to waylay and kill him. But Festus replied that Paul was at Caesarea and he himself would be returning there soon. So he said, Those of you in authority can return with me. If Paul has done anything wrong, you can make your accusations. Eight or ten days later, he returned to Caesarea, and on the following day, Paul's trial began. On Paul's arrival in court, the Jewish leaders from Jerusalem gathered around and made many serious accusations they couldn't prove. Paul denied the charges. I am not guilty, he said. I have committed no crime against the Jewish laws or the temple or the Roman government. Then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, asked him, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there? But Paul replied, No, this is the official Roman court, so I ought to be tried right here. You know very well I am not guilty. If I have done something worthy of death, I don't refuse to die, but if I am innocent, neither you nor anyone else has a right to turn me over to these men to kill me. I appeal to Caesar. Festus conferred with his advisors and then replied, Very well, you have appealed to Caesar, and to Caesar you shall go. A few days later, King Agrippa arrived with his sister Bernice to pay their respects to Festus. During their stay of several days, Festus discussed Paul's case with the king. There is a prisoner here, he told him, whose case was left for me by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the leading priests and other Jewish leaders pressed charges against him and asked me to sentence him. Of course, I quickly pointed out to them that Roman law does not convict people without a trial. They are given an opportunity to defend themselves face to face with their accusers. When they came here for the trial, 
I called the case the very next day and ordered Paul brought in. But the accusations made against him weren't at all what I expected. It was something about their religion and about someone called Jesus who died, but whom Paul insists is alive. I was perplexed as to how to conduct an investigation of this kind, and I asked him whether he would be willing to stand trial on these charges in Jerusalem. But Paul appealed to the emperor, so I ordered him back to jail until I could arrange to send him to Caesar. I'd like to hear the man myself, Agrippa said, and Festus replied, You shall, tomorrow. So the next day, Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with great pomp, accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all present, this is the man whose death is demanded by both the local Jews and by those in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing worthy of death. However, he appealed his case to the emperor, and I decided to send him. But what shall I write the emperor? For there is no real charge against him. So I have brought him before all of you, and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after we examine him, I might have something to write. For it doesn't seem reasonable to send a prisoner to the emperor without specifying the charges against him.
thousand plays You can hold my heart the same Whenever I fall away Whenever I start to break So here I am Lifting up my heart Today we're reading in Psalm 5, verses 1 through 12, and we see here that when he served in King Saul's court, David was often attacked by some of Saul's officers who flattered the king and lied about David. King Saul actually believed that David was trying to steal the throne. When people lie about you, follow David's example and pray about the matter. Hear me, was his request. See, David began the day with his heart lifted up to God. God knew the sinful words of the liars, but he also heard the believing prayers of his servant. He prayed, Lead me. David had to be careful because Saul and his leaders were watching him and his life was in danger. He worshipped God and asked for God's daily direction. And he prayed, Protect me. David did not fight Saul or Saul's men. He left those battles to the Lord. He trusted God to care for him. And God did not fail. And he prayed, Bless me. Protection is the last thing named. Beyond that, David was blessed with joy, confidence, and a deeper love for the Lord. Times of suffering can be times of growing if we let the Lord have his way. Psalm chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. For the choir director, a psalm of David to be accompanied by the flute. O Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I will never pray to anyone but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my requests to you and wait expectantly. O God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the slightest sin. Therefore the proud will not be allowed to stand in your presence, for you hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house with deepest awe I will worship at your temple. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Tell me clearly what to do, and show me which way to turn." My enemies cannot speak one truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their speech is filled with flattery. O oh God, declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of their many sins, for they rebel against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice and let them sing joyful praises forever. Protect them, so all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord, 
surrounding them with your shield of love. Proverbs 18, verse 19. It's harder to make amends with an offended friend than to capture a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with iron bars.
Kind of war you ain't never seen ever Soldiers getting racked, homie, hairs get severed Death toes crazy like nothing on record Civilians ain't safe, man, the troops might get ya Can't run ahead cause them guys don't catch ya They never get tired, never let up They bad up, bad up to put you on the stretcher But is the good side tough enough, you betcha Yeah, you got bad guys, you know they a problem Trying to overthrow the king, death is what we call them No light for the dark nights, no gaffer This ain't fake death, no passum Can anybody stop them? Two souls everywhere, dead bodies ratting Big black popping, bodies still grabbing But I ain't gon' cry though, cause you have to get swallowed The father sent a son and the troops gon' follow To the wasteland we in A death-filled mess here When no leaving No rest till death's killed The fight ain't even And death won't be left still breathing Get them The sun's on the front line Crossing they borders Invading enemy land But they can't thwart them A good troop betrays them And they ain't even force them But God used that sin to support them <laughs> They captured the king Next thing them shots ring out General is down The troops are like we out The life giver dies And the other side celebrates But they know the hell is fate the devil face, they never safe. He's a beast through the featherweight. Just when they thought they took him down, he would elevate. Death can never take pride in that blow. Cause the king beat death when he died and he rose. Seem like the war's still going People still dying Sin is still potent The devil's still tempting And evil ain't slowing Just wait until that trumpet gets blowing The general is coming With keys in his hands The death and haters They'll freeze where they stand Can see they've been defeated Please understand If they don't want to see him Bro, the king is the man He's a man of war A beast on the battlefield Obliterating all the evil forces That'll kill Where's the same death? Oh, you don't got it, bro Where's your victory? Oh, you've been swallowed whole But when he's back, ain't no fighting Jehovah He'll taunt you in a lake of burning fire and sofa He's a tanking a soldier He'll wipe away our tears and our fears And all the pain and death will be over All the pain and death will be over